Welcome to the Our Safe Harbor Church podcast. Here you can listen to our Sunday sermon, Monday morning message, and midweek Bible study. We hope you will consider subscribing, sharing, leaving a review, but please be sure to check out our website at www.OurSafeHarbor.com to learn more about us and find ways to get involved. Our Safe Harbor Church, we are with you wherever you are. Hey guys, thanks for joining me on this journey of figuring out how to better reflect God through all aspects of life by looking at some things that I wished I had been taught. Now, if you've been watching my videos, I just finished up a series on learning how to better reflect God through politics. There's clearly so much more depth to that conversation that I would love to have, and maybe one day I will. But for now, if you haven't listened to it, go ahead and do so. It's really cool stuff. As for this next topic, I'm going to expand a bit more broadly on some themes that I mentioned in the previous videos, and those are beliefs. Now, this isn't going to be me telling you what and what not to believe, and it's also not me telling you what any of the members of Our Safe Harbor Church believes. This is just another broad stroke attempt to start some thought processing and discussion about how we can all better reflect God through our beliefs. So. Let's dive in and talk about it. Now, if you've been a part of a religious community at some point in your life, you've most likely been taught specific beliefs about theology, the Bible, God, and more. And if you're still a part of a religious community today, you likely hold to those beliefs you were taught, or maybe you've grafted your own set of beliefs from what you've been taught, or a combination of both. Now, why do I say it that way? Aren't we all simply supposed to believe what we're taught by the church, the preachers, the elders, because that's what's in the Bible and that's what's truth? I say it that way because growing up in my faith tradition and some others like it, it was commonly taught that what was taught was objective truth that must be followed. Statements were and still are often said similar to, if it's in the Bible, it's truth. If it's in the Bible, your opinion doesn't matter. And if it's in the Bible, it doesn't matter how you feel about it. The thing about this is that these are very polarizing and politically charged statements, often backed and followed by themes of obligation, should do, must do, to paint a picture of truth that is always in line with these obligations that then follow with these you should do this or you must do this if you want to be a true Christian or whatever else. And the idea of truth is slipped into these statements to avoid stepping into the realm of, of subjectivity when it comes to what is taught and to be believed, usually as a way of coercion but also because the subjective is seen as something in opposition to objective truth in the Bible or the very idea of truth. But these mindsets aren't even the way of the authors of the Bible or of love or freedom and have gotten us into quite a lot of pickles that we're now facing all across Christianity and faith traditions. Another problem with these polarizing and coercive statements is the dismissal of the very subjective. 
all of life has aspects of subjectivity, and Christianity, faith, and beliefs are no exception. There's so much subjectivity presented to us in the Bible, and a lot more than people may like to admit and give it credit for. But the dismissal of the subjective often stems from an objective, privileged bias that is a very modern mindset based in the Enlightenment era and our modern world today. Now, if you fall into that modern mindset camp right now, it's okay. But my point here is that you need to realize that you fall into that camp and realize where those ideas stem from. Because unfortunately for some, and fortunately for others, they don't stem from the mouth of God. So what happens if we embrace the subjectivity of our beliefs, the subjective aspects of our beliefs? What if we embrace that how I feel, how you feel, and how we feel is a valuable and important part of our beliefs that we all hold, and that no amount of objective truth can change that? Contrary to what is taught in certain faith traditions, all hell will not break loose, I assure you. And it will not be a succumbing to culture because the church has given up the truth and God entirely. If anything, it'll show us how valuable the subjective is and that there is value in wrestling and struggling with that part of ourselves and our beliefs. Christianity, our faith and our beliefs are simply aren't simply about what is true because it's the most objective and historically accurate thing. They ring true in a larger sense for us because there is value in the subjectivity of our humanity. They ring true because our faith and our beliefs are ultimately wrapped up in how we experience and treat others as well as how they experience and treat us. It's much more of an ethical and practical framework as opposed to simply having all of our questions answered and therefore I believe it and therefore it's truth. Every part of our lives and every bit of who we are and how we express that to others is part of our faith and beliefs. Who we are as Christians, what we believe and, and how we navigate the world are all part of a holistic view that mesh together so well. They're not separate puzzle pieces to be looked at. For me, I'm a Christian. I live out virtues that I see in Jesus, and I hold certain beliefs because I want to. And as radical or as dangerous as that may sound to some, because I don't have a Bible verse to back it up, it's just me being honest with myself as a living, breathing, changing human being trying to reflect Jesus. So think about it this way. We're all called to love one another, but we will all express and experience that love differently and uniquely from one another. Neither the Bible nor God give us an objective one-way answer to how we should feel, how we should feel love, how we should experience that love from others, and how we should reflect that love to others. I love God and I love the message of Jesus. And yes, many of my beliefs can indeed be backed by scholarship and reason, but they can also be backed by tradition and experience, which is what I will discuss more in the next video. So stay tuned and see you next time.